brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. If you find yourself in need of legal representation, it can be a very stressful time in your life. In my career, I have dealt with thousands of lawyers, I've dealt with thousands of law firms, and I can confidently recommend to you Keith M. Davidson at kmdlaw.com. Available 24 hours, seven days a week, just log into kmdlaw.com, that's kmdlaw.com, or you can call toll-free 833-4-KMD-LAW, that's 833-4-KMD-LAW. Personal injury, wrongful death, STDs, sexual assault, car accidents, they handle it all efficiently and professionally. It doesn't matter how imposing the opposition may be, because the team at kmdlaw.com are battle-tested and fierce. They will not stop until justice prevails. Go to kmdlaw.com or call toll-free 833-4KMD-LAW. If you're in for the fight of your life, stop screwing around and contact KMD-LAW. Before Epstein was the Franklin cover-up. Before that, the Finders. And long before that, the Cleveland Street Scandal. Pedogate Primer is a concise intro and overview of a growing child abuse epidemic worldwide. It features shocking instances of institutionalized and organizational pedophilia throughout history. Churches, cults, the world of arts and entertainment, the government, NGOs, charities, and major corporations are all complicit or culprits in many instances. Pedogate Primer delves into material that for many may seem like the stuff of conspiracy theories. For this reason, the book draws on academic resources, declassified documents, and other reliable sources, and steers clear of conjecture. Such shocking true stories need no embellishment. EmailRevealer.com People ask me all the time, Hey Ed, are you still a private investigator? I sure am. Go to EmailRevealer.com. We handle adoption investigations, infidelity investigations, where you give us your spouse's email address. We trace it back to online dating websites, catch them cheating online, email tracing, locate or identify somebody from as little as an anonymous email address, summon all your money, back child support. We can find that deadbeat, locate his hidden assets, locate his hidden bank accounts, find his current place of employment, and even assist you in obtaining a judgment and recover that judgment for you. EmailRevealer.com, digital forensics, computer forensics, cell phone forensics, recover deleted text messages, create a report that you can use in court. EmailRevealer.com, 800-572-9762. The Opperman Report is brought to you by Aquadam.net. You can give them a call at 707-764-2119. A flooded home is never easy to deal with. You're left with the mess to clean up, the insurance companies to deal with, and not to mention all the memories, the precious memories that are lost in the flood. You can never replace those. And Aquadam can be a tool in your arsenal to protect your home and property from the floodwaters. The coffer dam is filled with water to control water and is reusable as long as it's taken care of. It can protect your home or business from rising floodwaters like a dam, but without the beavers. It can also be used in construction 
If you need an area to be dewatered, an Aquadam can do the job. An Aquadam was used at SeaWorld in Orlando for the Mako roller coaster ride during the coaster's construction by dewatering the work area. An Aquadam is now dewatering the work area at San Antonio SeaWorld for their newest roller coaster ride. An Aquadam has been used in many construction projects all around the U.S. and all around the world. Now give Aquadam a call, 707-764-2119. You can look them up online at Aquadam.net. You can find them on Facebook at Aquadam Inc. You call them up, you email them, you tell them Ed Opperman sent you, and they're going to take 10% off the price. Aquadam.net, 707-764-2119. It's the Opperman Report. Join digital forensic investigator and PI Ed Opperman for an in-depth discussion of conspiracy theories strategy of new world order resistance high profile court cases in the news and interviews with expert guests and authors on these topics and more it's the opperman report and now here is investigator ed opperman Okay, 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 here we go. Welcome to the Opperman Report. I am your host, Private Investigator Ed Opperman. You can find me at Opperman Investigations and Digital Forensic Consulting. Okay, uh, what do you say? Um, if you like our show, be sure to check out our Patreon, Opperman Report Patreon. Uh, check that out. I got a whole bunch of new stuff I got to be putting up there, man. I'm going to get to work on it this week, and I'm going to have that uh, uh, guy come back in and help me out again, upload stuff all day. Uh, but our archives you can always find for free, along with this live Friday night solo show, as it's become known as, um, on Spreaker, Spreaker.com. Go to Spreaker.com. Sign up for free. There's a chat room. There's a get an email notification anytime I put up new content and a lot of fun games and surprises at Spreaker.com. Um, let me see what the name of the show is tonight because uh, I got so much uh, I want to talk to you about. I've had some week. I haven't eaten all day long. I have not had a bite to eat, a, 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 a morsel of food this entire day. But I don't want to delay too long, because I know people, especially that YouTube community, they get very, very upset <laughs> when I wait too long uh, to uh, get to the topic of the show. And I think tonight's topic, uh, tonight's show topic is quite important. We're talking about the gas price situation. My goodness. Gas has gone up so much. Thanks, Joe Biden. Oh, my goodness. You see the sticker? Oh, let me post a meme about this. Let's go, Brandon. Well, no, no, let me post a meme. I'm a Democrat. Let me tell you, uh, um, you don't understand about supply and demand. It's about supply and demand and international markets. You don't understand gas prices. The president doesn't control gas prices. What's wrong with you, foolish uh, Republican? Oh, you foolish Democrat. What about uh, um, uh, the Keystone Pipeline? Uh, Mr. Biden, let's go, Brandon, came into office and he shut down the Keystone Pipeline. Of course that reduced the supply and of course that made uh, the, the, the increase of price of oil. Oh, no, no, no. It's, it's Ukraine that's causing this. It's Putin who's causing our pain at the pump. It's not Mr. Let's go, Brandon or anything like that. It's, you know. And you notice all the people are saying this. They're all capitalists. <laughs> okay, every single one of these mother effers are capitalists, man. Every one of them. Okay? And they don't want you to know how to resolve the situation with the high gas prices at the pump. But I'm going to help you out here. I'm going to tell you. That's the kind of guy I am. Let me check out, see how we're doing. If I have all my ducks in a row here. Ah. <sighs> This is so, you know, I tell you something. I'm going to digress a couple of times here, you know. Um, I've, I'm dating this incredibly woman. She's incredibly beautiful. Uh, but the thing is, too, this, this is probably the smartest person I've ever met in my life. And uh, so I've been, you know, 
back and forth with her for a few weeks now. And of course, my daughter was in town too, and she's very smart too as well. So it, it kind of sucks when you're hanging around with really intelligent people, you know, and then you kind of go like have to go back out in the real world. <laughs> See what the average knucklehead out there like today I went and got my hair cut. I normally I get along good with the woman who cuts my hair. We chat, we flirt, we do all this kind of stuff. But uh, my God, today I, I we couldn't even communicate because I was just I've been talking about these uh, heavy topics and subjects all week long. Vic came uh, last week on Friday, and she just left today. I just dropped off at the airport this morning, and we've had some week, man. We've had a brutal, brutal, brutal week. And I'm going to fill you in on all this. Uh, second half of the show, if I can even make it that far. Because let me tell you something. There was a day this week where I was so beat up, man, and so exhausted that I actually I took up. I, I got up in the morning. I made myself a couple of Bloody Marys. And I ate some painkillers that I had when I had my hernia surgery. And I just slept the whole freaking day away, man. But back to gas prices, because that's what the, the, main, the main issue here is in America right now, is these horrendous gas prices. And I just had a long road trip this week. I drove to Miami and then drove back. Uh, so believe me, I used a lot of gas. And I've uh, seen all the prices all across Florida here. And uh, this is a serious problem, okay? It's a serious problem with a solution, Okay? Now, if according to Mr. Let's Go Brandon, uh, the, the cause is Mr. Putin, why the gas prices have gone up so much because he invaded Ukraine, and then the market saw this, and it got destabilized, and the price just started going up, 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 up. Right? Now, and we can get into the whole thing about the Ukraine and the Ukrainian Nazis, and Putin's a good guy, Putin's a bad guy, and all that kind of nonsense, okay? Uh, we're not getting the full picture there, that's for sure. Uh, Biden has all kinds of uh, shenanigans going on with the Ukrainian government uh, of his own. You know, there's a huge conflict of interest that this guy would be, you know, making decisions about this at all. He should appoint some kind of a uh, committee or something to deal with this, you know, it's arm's reach, arm's length, because of the Hunter Biden scandal with all of his... Uh, shenanigans with his uh, traveling around the country with John, the world, not the country, with John Kerry's son uh, with their company, just with, with a shopping bags just held open for people to just drop cash into for whatever reason. I can't imagine why. <laughs> it wouldn't have been that some kind of influence with the vice president of the United States and the secretary of state. Now, of course not. That would be silly. And you're a conspiracy theorist. Oh, maybe I have Biden derangement syndrome. You know what? It's really frustrating that we can't talk about anything serious, anything anymore. You bring up some serious topics, and oh, Ed's got Trump derangement syndrome. Ha 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 ha. You know, and uh, the situation here with this outrageous profiteering. Because make no mistake about this, the oil industry in the United States makes two hundred billion dollars a year. Okay, in profits. Not, it's not all in direct profits. Some of it is in tax credits and subsidies. We actually pay them to rip us off. Okay, you and my tax dollars go to pay them to rip us off. Okay, so we have the situation now where, okay, according to uh, let's go, Brandon and that crowd, that uh, the reason why we have gas prices is because the invasion, the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Okay. And there's been a response to this. A lot of people, uh, people are actually um, average citizens or, or uh, renting Airbnbs in Ukraine and saying, hey, if you're, if you're displaced, if you're homeless, you can stay in this Airbnb and I'm going to pay for it for you. McDonald's and Coca-Cola have to a degree withdrawn from Russia. They're not doing business in Russia anymore. That caused me to remark, boy, they're going to get really healthy over there. I'm going to stop drinking that slop Coke and that pink slime Big Macs. And if you don't know what pink slime is, Google it. So people are sacrificing. They're losing business. Companies are losing business all in this effort to support the, the average uh, Ukrainian. 
I was going to say the, the mom and pop, the Joe and uh, Jim, you know, Jane, uh, Ukrainian. Who, who knows what their names are? Were they Kiev or, you know, Slavic? <laughs> you know? I mean, who knows what their names are there in Ukraine, right? Uh, so we have all these major corporations taking a financial hit in order to support the effort in Ukraine. Except we don't see any effort made whatsoever by the oil industry to say, well, you know what? We make $200 billion a year in profit. And we see there's a, an international crisis. Uh, according to the news, we see um, maternity hospitals and schools being bombed by these godless Russians, you know. So we want to sacrifice. We want to pitch in. How come the oil industry isn't doing the patriotic thing? Somehow it's patriotic not to support Ukraine. I don't know how or why. <laughs> okay, you know what I mean? I, Ukraine is like one of the most corrupt countries in the world, okay? But for whatever reason, now they're our best friends. We love them and we feel bad for them. They're being invaded. Okay, fine. You know, listen, I, I'm sort of invaded. You know, when I lived in, in Las Vegas, Nevada, we, we had an occupying army of the Metro Police Department over there. Okay, we got to shoot us down every time we turned our, our backs. Um, uh, you know, made a, you know, reached into our pocket. But okay, but I'm supposed to be worried about some guy in Ukraine. Okay, now he's got to fight his fight, okay? <sighs> My first question is, why isn't the U.S. oil industry making any effort to say, hey, you know what? Uh, in order to support the crisis in Ukraine here, we're going to take a little hit. We're, we're going to make a little bit less profits while this crisis is going on. So American families that are dipping into their pockets to get Airbnbs and send food and supplies and aid over to Ukraine uh, maybe won't suffer such a hardship, okay? And not so much pain at the pump. We're going to pitch in together because you know, we're Americans too, right? Isn't the oil industry patriotic? Don't they care about their fellow citizens? Don't they care about their customers? Of course they don't. The U.S. oil industry, by the way, uh, has its own military. The U.S. military does the bidding of the U.S. oil industry. They, they invade wherever necessary to, to uh, support and sustain this industry so they can make $200 billion a year in profits. Now, when you have a crisis, okay, a crisis situation, like let's say World War II, right, and um, we needed to build tanks. The U.S. government said, okay, you know, uh, you're, you're an auto dealership. We're ordering you, we're forcing you to build tanks and jeeps instead of cars so we can fight these Nazi Russians, these Nazis uh, and uh, fascists, okay? So they, they nationalized these companies. And we're forcing you now to, 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 to put aside your profits. You're going to manufacture something that we're telling you to do. Okay? Since we are in a crisis now with soaring prices that people can't afford to pay their rent, they can't afford to pay their bills, they can't afford to deliver their groceries, they can't afford to drive Uber Eats. One of the biggest businesses right now is Amazon and Uber Eats and all that kind of stuff, right? And Uber, right? Now those guys are taking a huge hit. We have a crisis. We have an emergency. How do we, how do we, what, what's the wisest thing we can do to solve this crisis and this emergency? Well, we can say, let's go, Brandon. Or we can post a meme saying, it's not the president's fault with gas prices. Okay? Or we can nationalize the oil industry. Hey guys, I got a great new deal for you. It's called Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service. Now, I want you to take out a pen and paper and write down Opperman 50, O-P-P-E-R-M-A-N 5-0. Now, Factor's delicious ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes, you'll be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including Kato, Calorie Smart, Vegan Veggie, and more. Uh, there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. 
What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. Two-Minute Meals. Fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat wherever you are. Snacks, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, upscale options done easily. Flexible for your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or schedule your deliveries anytime. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. So there's no prepping, no cooking, no cleanup needed. Now head to factormeals.com front slash opperman50. And then you use code opperman50 to get 50% off. That's code Opperman50 at factormeals.com front slash Opperman50. O-P-P-E-R-M-A-N-5-0 to get 50% off. The U.S. government can say, oil industry, guess what? We own you now. (laughs) Okay? And that $200 billion a year in profit, we're going to use that money to reduce the cost of gasoline. By $200 billion a year. That's quite a bit. You know, there's only 225,000 licensed drivers in the United States. Okay? And so if you divide up that $200 billion by those uh, that numbers, uh, but the thing is, uh, some people use a lot more gas than other people. But we could all be saving, you know, like a couple hundred bucks, you know, a month. All right? Uh, in gas expenses just by nationalizing the oil industry and putting those profits back into our own pockets. Now, you say, well, my goodness, Ed, this is such a radical idea. How come no one else has thought of this? If it's so simple, you're right, Ed, this sounds so simple. If you have an industry here making $200 billion in profits, now, by the way, too, are they making those profits ethically and honestly? Like, where do they get that oil from? Well, they own it. How do they own it? Well, they, they drill it from the ground. They, they, they drill it from the ground in my country, <laughs> in the United States of America? Yes, Ed, they drill it from the United States of America, and they drill it from the ground, and then they, uh, well, they, they drill it from under your feet, and then they sell it back to you. <laughs> really? Now, why don't we object to that? You see these memes and these people complaining about Nestle's? Nestle's is taking this water and they put it in little bottles, they sell it back to us for five dollars a bo- for a dollar a bottle. And everyone says, oh my God, that's outrageous. Someday they're going to be trying to sell us air. But okay, well, what about the oil industry? That's what they do. They, they drill my oil from under my feet, from under my country. It's my country's natural resource like water or air. And then they sell it back to me. How does that work? Why, why is that allowed? It's the stupidest thing in the world. It's the, that we allow this to happen is the stupidest thing in the world. And everyone from now on, anytime you see someone post or comment on Twitter or Instagram about gas prices, just say, if we nationalize the oil industry, we can reduce the price of energy, the costs of energy, by $200 billion a year. That's $200 billion in your pocket and in my pocket. Well, Ed, uh, um, what about all these countries, whenever that's been tried uh, for, uh, to nationalize an industry, it's always ended in bankruptcy and failure. Ed, look at Venezuela. Look at Nicaragua. It ends in failure every single time. It, it's never worked. Ed, I don't agree with you. you and Ed, I, I agree with you. You're a smart guy, Ed, and we agree about this and that, but... We don't agree on politics because you don't understand my politics. You don't understand. You're not, and, and you're not listening now when I'm trying to explain it to you, okay? When someone comes to me with the argument that this has failed everywhere it's been tried, guess what? It exists right now in 85% of the countries of the planet Earth, 
Okay, 85% of the countries on earth have a nationalized oil industry. And, and look it up. You don't, don't, don't listen to me. Look it up. You can Google this stuff. It's not easy to find because they don't want you to know this. Okay, the oil industry has $200 billion a year to play around with, to, to donate to a lot of congressmen and, and senators and, and buy books for schools and do all kinds of donations and things, and influence things, okay? TV, sponsored TV. You, you watch uh, NPR and, and, and public television sponsored by mobile, you know, Exxon Mobil, you know, okay? All right? This is what's going on, all right? The only countries that have a privatized oil industry, which private means that there's a couple of guys that are raking in all this money. Now, in Russia, when Russia went from communist to capitalist and Putin uh, doled out these businesses to his friends, he took the Russian oil industry and gave it to a couple of his friends that now make that whatever there is over there, like maybe it's by $50 billion or whatever, $20 billion. But now that money goes directly into their pocket. They took a public entity, made it private, and it goes to some gangster, like we would have Daniel Hopsicker say. Okay? Now, uh, so to say it doesn't work, it's working right now effectively in 85% of the countries across the world. The countries that have a privatized industry is the United States, Russia, and then countries that have kings with kingdoms, okay, where they, all that money goes to their friends and their family. Okay? So this is not a complicated solution, okay? Well, Ed, you know, the problem with, with the, the government running a, an industry like that is, well, you know, there's, there's waste, there's fraud, there's inefficiency. And before you know it, Ed, that easy $200 billion in profit, oh, that'll, that'll just be wasted away and squandered. Well, it's true. If we allow these capitalist criminals to do this, yeah, it's going to be wasted and squandered. It's going to go into Hunter Biden's pocket, okay? But if we were just doing this legitimately, that money's not going to evaporate. It's not going to melt, okay? It's $200 billion in profits. It's, it's all built. It's all ready to go. It's operating right now. It works. We know it works, Okay, and instead of that money going into the hands of a few greedy people, okay, because now, now these, the oil industry are all public corporations, okay, which means that they issue stock uh, to stockholders. It's owned by stockholders, okay. Now, only about 20% of people in the United States of America own any stock at all, okay, and those that do, it's mostly their 401k. Every now and then you got a guy, well, I, I, I invest in the market. I'm, you know, I'm watching it. You know. I'm just like these, um, the, 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 the Rothschilds. <laughs> I'm in the market, right? Okay. But the, the majority of all stocks is owned by 1% of the people, right? And where did they get uh, their stock from? Well, they went out and they worked hard. They went out and they worked hard, and then they, they could afford to buy stock, and they invested, and now they were, they're lying back on their wealth and their hard work after a lifetime of hard work. No, they didn't. They inherited it, okay? These are people. The people who own this stock in these oil industries never worked a day in their life. They've never created a job. They've never done a damn thing, but hold a piece of paper that says they own a company that they, they, can, they can buy, they can sell, they can fire people, but they've never worked a day in their life. They've never created a single job. The Walton family, the six members that, who inherited the Walton fortune, have never worked a day in their life. They've never created a single job in their life, except for their chauffeur and their maid, those kind of jobs. The masseuse, the, the, the pooper scooper guy that picks up their dog's poop. Okay, that's the job creation that these guys are doing. Okay? This works. Okay? 85% of the country, the world is doing this. Okay? Nationalized oil industry, we saved. We reduced the cost of energy by $200 billion a year. Well, Ed, when, when they tried this kind of thing in Venezuela and Nicaragua and Cuba, what do you have? They're eating zebras over there. They have to go to the zoo and cook a zebra. <laughs> okay, this is what they tell you. This is what they tell you, and you believe this nonsense. Let me tell you something. Anybody who's still using that tired old argument about Venezuela and Nicaragua – did you know that Venezuela, Nicaragua, and Cuba today 
have a bigger and stronger economy than Jamaica, than Costa Rica, than Panama. Did you know this? Did you know? You can look all this up. Write this down. Prove me a liar. Prove I'm lying to you. You can you can look this up. Forget capitalist utopias like Haiti and Dominican Republic and, and Guatemala, where it, it's a hell on earth, where the, in Haiti they're still living under, under the rubble from the earthquake 15 years ago. And, and capitalist is utopia. These are capitalist utopias, Ed. Okay? Nah, nah, nah. And also, too, remember, too, you know, Cuba and Nicaragua and, and Venezuela, these countries, they're dealing with 24-7 American CIA, you know, coup attempts, uh, you know, the Trump. And, and look up my show with Trump and Giuliani and their coup attempt in Venezuela with their, with their gangsters and coke dealers, openly coke dealers, openly. Giuliani's clients that we were money laundering clients, openly. Right in your face. So, my friends, there will never be a capitalist solution to high gas prices because that's what capitalism is. It's, it's crooks. It's non-working criminals taking money from your pocket and putting it into their pocket any way they can, even if you're dying. If you're dying in the hospital, they want to make money off you. Okay? So don't tell me, man. Okay? Don't tell me. Now, you, you, are, you are suffering uh, the fruit of your ignorance, okay? And, and I, I got to tell you, you know, uh, you deserve it, okay? Because uh, if you don't want to educate yourself on these things, you want to watch the Kardashians, you want to argue back and forth, oh, let's go Brandon, Trump derangement syndrome, that kind of nonsense and stupidity. And then other people actually trying to argue, making a, a they're, they're bilking you now for five bucks a gallon of gas, okay? There's no... There's been no change to that oil in the ground. Okay, it's markets and then uh, what is that called? Um, uncertainty, unpredictability. It creates the markets and it creates the increase in prices. You know what? Let me tell you something else, man. Okay, you know every time a bomb goes off in the Middle East, gas prices go up in the United States. Okay, but there's no extra expense, and that's because of the instability and all that kind of stuff. Okay, and that may, okay, fine. The cost of pumping that gas, that oil, out of the ground in Oklahoma hasn't changed. It still costs the exact same amount to pump that oil from the ground in Oklahoma, send it to the refineries, turn it into gasoline and plastic and all that kind of crap and sell it back to us. Okay? Nothing's changed there. The only thing that's changed is stability and market speculation Okay, which causes the price to go up. So now, okay, let, let's say I'm a, I'm a stupid idiot. Let's say I'm a silly goose, right? But I happen to be a silly goose that inherited a whole bunch of stock in oil in Oklahoma, like the Bush family. Okay, a couple of idiots in that family. And I kind of figure out one day, hey, you know what? Every time a bomb goes off in a bus in Egypt... Or Israel, it causes the, the 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 value of this oil. I got the well already built. You know, my grandpa Pappy gave it to me. You know, we pumped the oil out. It's all working already. But if a bomb goes off all the way over there, or a truck bomb, or you know, at the embassy or something like that, it's going to make the value of my oil go up. Well, what's it cost to hire a couple of guys with a truck bomb in, in Egypt? Not that much. Well, you got Blackwater guys running the whole Got all these guys out there doing looking for this kind of work, you know? Gee whiz, maybe I'm not so stupid after all. Maybe I could pay a couple of guys, a hundred guys, to go over there and do the kind of, and destabilize the market. Maybe, maybe, just maybe. You know, I got a, you know, I'm, I get elected president. I'm kind of an idiot and kind of stupid. I'm greedy as all hell out. Okay. I got a, a kid who's a, uh, you know, I'm a pervert too, by the way, too. You know, I'm doing all kind of pervy things on camera right in front of your face. Ha, 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 ha. Say something about that, right? But then I got a kid who's a full-time bag man, <laughs> okay? And, and, and this kid, he's not just a full-time bag man. He's also a, a, a coke whore. <laughs> and he's like, a, you know, this prostitution 
thing, you know, like right in the open, right in your face. But I want you to trust me. And I got all this shady stuff going on in Ukraine. And, you know, uh, I'm going to look the other way and allow Russia to invade. And now gasoline price is going to go through the roof. (laughs) Okay. And, you know, was it one of the things that Mr. Hunter Biden involved in? It was the energy business in Ukraine. You know, guys, no, let's go, Biden. Let's go, Brandon. (laughs) Oh, Ed, you and I don't agree on politics whatsoever. You know, you're a smart guy, and we agree about the, you know, uh, Son of Sam case or the, uh, you know, uh, O.J. Simpson case. But, you know, we don't don't crap. Our politics are totally different. Because I I love getting reamed up my butt, Ed. I love getting ripped off every freaking day. Because it's the American way. It's patriotic. And, and of course, Ed, you know, capitalism is the only system that, that actually works. It's the only system that works that we have people living in the streets, homeless, starving. People can't get medical attention. We've got the worst education system on the planet in this country. Everything we do is failing except for one thing. Well, Ed, if, you, if, if the government's running uh, the oil industry, well, they're just going to muck it up. It's, you know, it's going to be... It's going to be like the DMV. You're going to have to go there and wait online. Everything's going to be all confused, a lot of paperwork, all kind of not. It's going to be no good. It's not going to work. Well, why is it that the U.S. military seems to work? How is it that we have the most powerful military on the planet, like beyond anything or anyone? Okay, if we want to create a no-fly zone over Ukraine, it would be done in 24 hours. It's nothing. The U.S. has air superiority over every country on the planet. Not even close. And we need Elon Musk to donate. What a nonsense, man. This whole thing's a freaking nonsense game. I'm ranting way too much. None of this is going to make sense to the average guy. But the the bottom line is, because we're already over the halfway mark. And by the way, the two shows I'm playing after this are going to be totally commercial free. Um, I'm doing the show about uh, John McAfee. I hope I didn't play these already. I have no idea what, what's going on. <laughs> I just got, you know, we just, we, we've had some week, man, me and Vic, okay? Um, we, she came in last Friday. I taped four shows in the afternoon, then I did a, a live show. Walked in the door one minute before the show started. Then my Airbnb account gets closed, okay? Um, no explanation. It, it's such a sham. We had these tickets to go to the Miami Film Festival. We had all passes, red carpets, the whole deal. Uh, Vic works remotely, even when she's down here visiting me. So we had to... Uh, um, she booked the Airbnb... And you know, and then you have to pick which movies you want to watch, and you have to you know try to arrange with the directors you want to interview. But it turns out she made some mistakes, and we booked the wrong days. Uh, so we wound up driving all the way to Miami, and then having pretty much the next day to just drive all the way back—total failure. And then we get back here, and what do we find out? That a garbage truck backed over um, a fire hydrant. And all the water shut off in my condo place here. We got no water. <laughs> okay. I just took my first shower. Okay. Since I think Wednesday, today. I think we got back on Wednesday. It might have been Tuesday. We've been, what, when I do turn the water on for little sporadic periods of time, you have to boil the water, just like Venezuela. <laughs> when they shut down the power, this is what's happening to me now. Okay? I'm getting my, my Airbnb, all kind of harassed. And problems here. You have no idea. All right, let's take a little commercial break and get this over with. I'm dying here. Got no ice. Got no ice for my potato juice. <laughs> okay. Be right back after these messages. And now a word from our sponsors. The Opperman Report is brought to you by Aquadam.net. You can give them a call at 707-764-2119. 
A flooded home is never easy to deal with. You're left with the mess to clean up, the insurance companies to deal with, and not to mention all the memories, the precious memories that are lost in the flood. You can never replace those. And Aquadam can be a tool in your arsenal to protect your home and property from the floodwaters. The coffer dam is filled with water to control water and is reusable as long as it's taken care of. It can protect your home or business from rising floodwaters like a dam, but without the beavers. It can also be used in construction. If you need an area to be dewatered, an aqua dam can do the job. An aqua dam was used at SeaWorld in Orlando for the Mako roller coaster ride during the coaster's construction by dewatering the work area. An aqua dam is now dewatering the work area at San Antonio SeaWorld for their newest roller coaster ride. An aqua dam has been used in many construction projects all around the U.S. and all around the world. Now give aqua dam a call, 707-764-2119. You can look them up online at aquadam.net. You can find them on Facebook at Aquadam Inc. You call them up, you email them, you tell them Ed Opperman sent you, and they're going to take 10% off the price. Aquadam.net, 707-764-2119. If you find yourself in need of legal representation, it can be a very stressful time in your life. In my career, I have dealt with thousands of lawyers, I've dealt with thousands of law firms, and I can confidently recommend to you Keith M. Davidson at kmdlaw.com. Available 24 hours, 7 days a week. Just log into kmdlaw.com. That's kmdlaw.com. Or you can call toll-free 833-4-KMD-LAW. That's 833-4-KMD-LAW. Personal injury, wrongful death, STDs, sexual assault, car accidents. They handle it all efficiently and professionally. It doesn't matter how imposing the opposition may be because the team at kmdlaw.com are battle-tested and fierce. They will not stop until justice prevails. Go to kmdlaw.com or call toll-free 833-4-KMD-LAW. If you're in for the fight of your life, stop screwing around and contact KMD Law. Before Epstein was the Franklin cover-up. Before that, the Finders. And long before that, the Cleveland Street Scandal. Pedogate Primer is a concise intro and overview of a growing child abuse epidemic worldwide. It features shocking instances of institutionalized and organizational pedophilia throughout history. Churches, cults, the world of arts and entertainment, the government, NGOs, charities, and major corporations are all complicit or culprits in many instances. Pedogate Primer delves into material that for many may seem like the stuff of conspiracy theories. For this reason, the book draws on academic resources, declassified documents, and other reliable sources, and steers clear of conjecture. Such shocking true stories need no embellishment. It's the Opperman Report, and now, here is investigator Ed Opperman. Oh, boy. Sorry about that. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, welcome back to the Opperman Report. I'm your host, private investigator, Ed Opperman. Hey, um, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, at Opperman Report. We're just talking about, you know, Vic's trip here this week, you know. So she left today, and we were both crying all morning. Um, it's so great to see her. This wasn't our best trip, that's for sure. We had that long drive back and forth. And um, oh, my my the the day after that drive because I was just so beat up, man. That uh, I took some painkillers and just lied in bed all day, man. Ugh. And then I, I got sick again too the other night when uh, we went and got some uh, oysters, raw oysters. Oh boy. Okay, so tonight coming up after this, I'm doing a show about. Um, one is John McAfee. It's a really good show. It's a really good interview. And it's a great book. I really recommend people get that book. Um, that's one thing. And then the other one, oh, Barrett Brown, uh, who I didn't know who this guy was, but he turns out he did like five or six years for um, uh, releasing information about hacking, like WikiLeaks and stuff like that, and um, uh, Cambridge Analytica. And all those, uh, wicked, you know, that those hacks, you know, and stuff like that. He was involved in all that. 
He was involved with Anonymous, too, but now he doesn't support them anymore. He, he believes they're all infiltrated. Seems like a pretty legit guy. Uh, I, I, I wish, you know, so many of the shows I did this week, I wish what we talked about off the air could be on here. But then the more I get mixed up in these different things, and it, it, let me tell you guys, it's getting serious, too, you know. Uh, I'm really undergoing a lot of, uh, you know, I, I know a lot of other people in, in, in this uh, genre call it government harassment. But it's really more private uh, industry harassment, uh, private sector harassment, private intelligence agencies and private security agencies. Uh, that are really, and also to, you know, government intelligence agencies. But I'm really getting screwed with these days, man. You wouldn't believe. Uh, and um, as usual... You know, here it is on a Friday night. Uh, some of the most, like, things that, that are consuming my life are things I can't talk about on the air, which is becoming more and more the case, you know. And more and more as I, I come into contact with different people. And, you know, I tell you, there's a guy who I've interviewed a few times, and we were talking. Because, you know, what, what interesting thing, too, is, you know, when I, when I interview somebody, a lot of times now they, they become listeners, too, and they start listening to all the different shows and the topics. And this has happened a few times in the past, you know, four or five months. And I was talking to this guy, you know, about some things. And he goes, oh, boy, that's, just, that's such an Opperman report thing <laughs> to, to, to happen, you know. It's like I've turned into an adjective, you know. Um, and I posted this thing earlier this week. I got this thing going on. I, I called it the, the Opperman Report Perfect Storm, where I have past guests and past topics uh, colliding in this hurricane involving Netflix documentaries and serial killers and uh, bitter ex-wives and ex-husbands. There's divorce drama. There's all this stuff. Such like a coincidence of connections that it's just, you can't make this stuff up. You just can't make it up, man. And so that, I, you know, I got to sit down and tape with these people and get this all down on tape, man. But it's a crazy, crazy story. Uh, it's almost might be better. I think when, when it's actually recorded and put out there, it may not live up to the hype. I think I would rather just describe it uh, to you and just uh, have that be the show, because uh, I don't know sometimes uh, that's better than the actual. You know, you get someone who's never been a guest on a radio show before, and uh, you know, I'm trying to get the story out of them. It's difficult sometimes. So there's that, and then. Uh, back in when I lived in Nevada. Uh, I was working this job for this law firm where um, the client was facing a lot of time, a lot of time. Uh, basically, it was this woman. She had her kid in the car. She has her boyfriend in the car. She's driving. And um, the boyfriend was going to do a drug deal. And turns out it was the cops. And he tells her, take off, take off, drive, drive, drive. Right? So she goes trying to evade the police. Now, when that, that's a felony, felony evasion. Okay, running from the cops is not what it once was <laughs> when I was a kid. Okay, it was a, when you run from the cops in your car, that's a serious charge. Okay, but then also, too, since she had her baby in the car, in a car seat in the back seat, it was also child endangerment. And then there was the drugs. There might, there might have been a weapon, too. I forget. So, you know, we get in there. And I'm hired to come up with some stuff. Uh, to the, the client was the boyfriend. Okay? But as you get involved with these people and you're helping them out, and we got in, we... we, we Neither one of them did any jail time. Okay, which was like a man. That was that was some that was magic. Okay, 
we, we, neither one of them did any jail time. <laughs> I don't know how you could be more guilty. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but we got them off that. But then the problem was is they went after this woman's kids and they, they put her kids into foster care. So I'm getting paid by the law firm to work the... Uh, the evasion charges and all this other stuff, the drug possession charges. I think it was even the weapons possession charge, too. And I'm working, paid to work that. But here's this woman who's lost her kids. And I went through the same kind of thing. I didn't lose it to a CPS kind of thing. But, I, you know, I had a child custody thing. It went on for 10 years, 15 years. <laughs> Brutal, you know, situation. That was 13 years I went through. So I knew my way around that system. And uh, I helped her out. Where I even got her into Section 8 housing. I drove her to California to the DMV to get her license. Okay? And uh, all of that with no pay whatsoever. And it wasn't, you know, a lot of people make these crazy accusations about me, but there wasn't any kind of sexual relationship or dating relationship or whatsoever. It totally wasn't my type. Um, I got fed up with her. This was years ago, too. I got fed up with her because, you know, here I'm trying to help her out in family court and the, with the CPS and the custody stuff, advising her on that and telling her what to do. And helping her with the minor tasks you need to get done. It's almost impossible to lose full legal custody and have your kids adopted out from under you if you're alive. If you're alive, if you're showing up for court, if you you can just keep, you can drag it on forever, man. As long as you keep doing, going to the classes they tell you to do, if you jump through the hoops, okay, you're not going to get stripped of your legal custody rights, your parental rights. You're not going to get stripped of that, man. You know? Your kids might be in a worse situation because they're in foster care. If you don't, can't, don't have a family member to come in there and take care of them. So I got fed up with her because um, she kept posting these pictures of herself, you know, smoking pot and, you know, at these nightclubs and stuff, you know. And I kept saying, listen, man, you know, this isn't the, the, the what you want to present to the world to keep your kids. You can't do this. You know, especially when I just helped you get a Section 8 house, you know, and where, you could, where your kids can live with you. So I got fed up with her and I blocked her on Facebook and sent her a notice of withdrawal and you know, I'm not helping you anymore. Even though she was never really a paying client, I was getting paid by the attorney for the other case, the, the, for the boyfriend, really, you know. So after all these years, she finds me on Facebook, on, on Instagram. You know, and she doesn't say, hey, what happened? Why'd you block me? <laughs> you know, instead she says, you know, hey, how you been? Oh, I got no man, no money. My car just got towed. You know, and I said, well, what happened with the kids? She goes, oh, they were adopted out. They're forcibly adopted out. Said, were they adopted out to a family member? No, they weren't adopted out. So I know she just totally dropped the ball and she didn't do it. And then, you know, she's telling me she got no man. Her car got towed. She's posting these videos and pictures. She's with a man, one of these losers with a, you know, waving around stacks of cash. She's in my bank account and all this crap, man. It's just so, uh, exhausting, you know, you go to all this effort to help somebody, you know, maintain their, their family and you know and they just throw it away like nothing like it's, it has no value to them no worth whatsoever just horrible and then the other one I'm working on right now oh boy <sighs> very close friend of mine <clears throat> has a problem with this guy. <clears throat> and uh, the guy's got some criminal charges against him right now. Thank God. You know? And 
<laughs> I'm looking up his case today, right? Because because we just had a, a case management hearing the other day, and I had to sit through like you know four hours of a video Zoom uh, case management. And it's kind of funny because he knows my name. He knows who Ed Offerman is. <clears throat> and so at one point, toward the end of the hearing, the, the case management, you know, with the case management, so would you just uh, the defense and the uh, prosecution show up and say, okay, man, we want another date, want to move this case along, we're working on this, we're working on that. Hey, Your Honor, you know, they, they're not giving us discovery. Can we get an order? You know, that kind of stuff. So it's really monotonous. You got to sit there for hours to listen to all this case. So there's like a hundred of them. Sometimes the defendants there, they're interrupting their lawyer, they're shouting down. So it, sometimes it gets it's funny. Right, but once again, too, this this was uh, I talked about it. I did one of these case management days down here in Florida, where I had to sit and listen to the hearings all day long, and uh, all the defendants are saying, "Your Honor, I haven't talked to my lawyer in, in months. Uh, you know, what's going? I don't know what's going up. Well, talk to your lawyer." But she, Your Honor, she's not calling me back. She doesn't talk to me. She doesn't talk to my family. And the judges here just don't give a damn. So this kind of uh, over here in this other state, this was kind of the same thing going on there too as well. The defendants getting screwed by the, the crappy a- attorneys. <sighs> so I'm sitting there all day long, and to the end of the, they, they're not calling the name that I'm looking for. And then the the, the judge starts saying, "Okay, we have uh, in the Zoom Opperman. Opperman, can you unmute? What what are you? What case are you here for, Opperman?" So meanwhile, this guy, the defendant, he knows my name. He knows who I am. <laughs> so he's sitting there in court freaking out. Oh, what's Opperman doing to watch my case? And uh, so I tell the judge, I says, oh, yeah, you know, you're Opperman, uh, WPPR, uh, you know, uh, AM radio, 1490. Uh, I'm with the press. I'm here observing. Oh, okay, okay, that's fine. So then they're going through all the stipulations, which is stipulations where the defense and the prosecution agree to something. And it turns out this guy, his negotiations fell through, and he's going to trial, which means that the, any, any kind of offer they were giving him was uh, jail time. So he's going to go to trial on these charges, and uh, he's looking at five over five, uh, five years prison time and five years probation, parole. So... Uh, to get this guy away from my friend would be the greatest thing in the world, man. I'm just, so it, it was just so exciting. And it's funny because um, when I was looking through his, you know, because when, when I heard he's going to trial, I said, oh, my God, this guy's the stupidest idiot in the world. But then it gets worse because I'm looking up online because, you know, they're filing motions now every day. They're scrambling to go to trial. And I'm, the guy's got, you know, no defense, no witnesses. Now he's run out of money. They're asking the judge for 50 bucks to, uh, uh, for a witness uh, to, to subpoena this witness. So it, it's just, you know, uh, I wish I could tell you that whole story, man, and, and go through that whole thing. Because it it's the biggest part of my day. That, that was the biggest, you know, reading these motions today and these, and these uh, <laughs> this affidavit, his affidavit of of uh, indigency, <laughs> and he's too broke to pay for a lawyer. That needs fifty bucks for a, for a processor. This is the kind of stuff, man, that I live for. To read that kind of crap, and um, just the funniest thing. I wish I could. You know, it, it would just be so cool if you know I could publish that kind of stuff. And it's public record, you know. And, and I'm, I'm not officially working on that. I'm doing it all as a favor. You know, if we had some kind of a top tier, like, members section, you know, where I could really talk about the stuff I'm working on and the details of these different cases, it could be done. You know, I, I talked about this. We had, like, a, a section of, of Patreon that was, like, $500 a month where I really told everything that I'm doing all, all the time, you know. Uh, there's just, like, a select few people that uh, signed NDAs and, and, you know, were, like, retained me as clients in some way that I advised them. You know, we, it could be done. Okay. Okay, I'm exhausted. I have not eaten a bite of food all day long. I made myself a pot of coffee this morning, and then me and Vic drove before, because for some reason she doesn't like my coffee. 
On the way to the airport, we stopped and we, I got another cup of coffee. And that's, that's all I've eaten all day long. Um, and I'm exhausted. So we had two new Patreons today. Um, tomorrow, I'm taking my, my new girlfriend on a date to this museum where I'm a member. And uh, so I'm, I'm not going to be able to do much tomorrow. But I'm going to have this guy come back in and help me out one day. And we're going to upload all the rest of this stuff to Patreon. And a lot of content I got ready to go up. Tons of stuff. So hopefully we'll get that done. Uh, I got two new Patreons today. So if you like this show and you like what I do for and you like my work, and you have any kind of pity on me for the kind of abuse I go through to do this, you know, I know there's a lot of guys out there that got podcasts, you know, and they, they talk to you. But how many of these people are really doing things in real life, man? They're, they're mostly, you know, they got side jobs and they just do this stupid little podcast. And then suddenly they're making six, ten thousand dollars $10,000 a month. Uh, and half of them were, their first exposure, they were, they were a guest on my show. So I, I know I apologize. I wasn't uploading to Patreon as, as much as I could have. Uh, so I'm really asking, we, we need the support, especially since now the, the advertising revenue has gone down so much uh, because of the Christmas advertising. You know, the, the most radio advertising is during the winter, uh, running up to Christmas. So if you want to help out and become a Patreon, and if you want to help out and make some money doing commission sales, uh, selling advertising, um, I can get on any radio station I want to in the country, like big markets, you know. I just need someone to, to call around and get me advertisers and sponsors. Or if any of my old sponsors want to start contacting me and, and getting back on board here, uh, I, can get a, I, I can get on WABC in New York City, you know, WBI in New York City. I can, I can get on right now anywhere I want. You got to see some of these emails I get. All right, guys, I'm exhausted. You have no idea what this week has been like for me. Emotionally, physically, mentally, uh, you know, on the one hand, you know, I'm involved in this romance, you know, or I haven't felt this way in so long with a beautiful model, you know, who's a brilliant woman, you know, and then the, the back and forth with my daughter coming and leaving so quickly, you know, and then uh, all this stuff with the dredging up that child custody case, you know, with the CPS thing, and then this other J.O. loser junkie that uh, just need to push a couple of buttons, man. This guy's out of, out of everybody's hair. You know, five over five, man, get rid of this guy. All right, guys, coming up next will either be McAfee or Barrett Brown. I'm not sure what. Good night. And now a word from our sponsors. Before Epstein was the Franklin cover-up. Before that, the Finders. And long before that, the Cleveland Street Scandal. Pedogate Primer is a concise intro and overview of a growing child abuse epidemic worldwide. It features shocking instances of institutionalized and organizational pedophilia throughout history. Churches, cults, the world of arts and entertainment, the government, NGOs, charities, and major corporations are all complicit or culprits in many instances. Pedogate Primer delves into material that for many may seem like the stuff of conspiracy theories. For this reason, the book draws on academic resources, declassified documents, and other reliable sources, and steers clear of conjecture. Such shocking true stories need no embellishment. If you find yourself in need of legal representation, it can be a very stressful time in your life. In my career, I have dealt with thousands of lawyers, I've dealt with thousands of law firms, and I can confidently recommend to you Keith M. Davidson at kmdlaw.com. 
available 24 hours, seven days a week. Just log into kmdlaw.com. That's kmdlaw.com. Or you can call toll-free 833-4-KMD-LAW. That's 833-4-KMD-LAW. Personal injury, wrongful death, STDs, sexual assault, car accidents. They handle it all efficiently and professionally. It doesn't matter how imposing the opposition may be because the team at kmdlaw.com are battle-tested and fierce. They will not stop until justice prevails. Go to kmdlaw.com or call toll-free 833-4-KMD-LAW. If you're in for the fight of your life, stop screwing around and contact KMD Law. The Opperman Report is brought to you by Aquadam.net. You can give them a call at 707-764-2119. A flooded home is never easy to deal with. You're left with the mess to clean up, the insurance companies to deal with, and not to mention all the memories, the precious memories that are lost in the flood. You can never replace those. And Aquadam can be a tool in your arsenal to protect your home and property from the floodwaters. The coffer dam is filled with water to control water and is reusable as long as it's taken care of. It can protect your home or business from rising floodwaters like a dam, but without the beavers. It can also be used in construction. If you need an area to be dewatered, an aqua dam can do the job. An aqua dam was used at SeaWorld in Orlando for the Mako roller coaster ride during the coaster's construction by dewatering the work area. An aqua dam is now dewatering the work area at San Antonio SeaWorld for their newest roller coaster ride. An aqua dam has been used in many construction projects all around the U.S. and all around the world. Now give aqua dam a call, 707-764-2119. You can look them up online at aquadam.net. You can find them on Facebook at Aquadam Inc. You call them up, you email them, you tell them Ed Opperman sent you, and they're going to take 10% off the price. Aquadam.net, 707-764-2119.